Blog Talk Radio. Let's face it, there's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. Like that it affects millions. People in almost all races. Black and white. Indian and Asian. Hispanic and Mediterranean. And that it can affect you or someone you love. No matter where you come from. Let's face it, there's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. And that's a disease too. Call the 211 info line to learn more. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. Happy New Year to you guys. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter.com slash Joy Keys, and you can become a fan on Facebook. Just look up Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. Also, I'm on Instagram. Check me out, Saturdays with Joy Keys. And many of you don't know, you can also email me. Uh, my email address is SaturdaysWithJoyKeys at Hotmail.com. If you have any questions or comments or things you like to see or you just want to comment on past shows, uh, let you know you can listen to archived shows on iTunes. Not only can you listen to them here on Blog Talk Radio, but you can also download them on iTunes. All you have to do is look up Joy Keys, and it will pop up right there under podcast. And you can have a ball listening to the last six years of my podcast. Lots of wonderful guests, awesome guests. Angela Bassett was on here. Uh, Yolanda Ross was on here. Uh, today I'm looking forward to speaking with actor Arlen Escarpeta. Uh, he is featured in Whitney Houston's biopic on Lifetime. It's airing January 17th. And uh, it was directed by Angela Bassett, who has been on the show, also featuring, I want to give a shout-out to a wonderful actress, Yolanda Ross. She's in it. And uh, Yaya DaCosta is playing Whitney Houston. Uh, so you might have seen Arlen on Friday the 13th or The Brotherhood. You might have seen him in Final Destination um, and definitely in Into the Storm. He is one of the storm chasers in Into the Storm. He's a very multi-talented, triple threat, sings, dances. Uh, he can speak other languages. Uh, so watch out, might be the next uh, Denzel Washington uh, in the making. Um, so I hope he'll be calling in any minute. You can go to mylifetime.com slash movies, and then you can click on the Whitney link there. It'll be You can see the different uh, trailers they have for the film. They have a couple different clips there. You can see some with Angela Bassett speaking, and some with just uh, the movie showing different clips of the movie. Give me a call in. The call in number is 646-929-0368. Again, 646-929-0368. Let me know what's your favorite Bobby Brown song or what's your favorite Whitney Houston song. Uh, let me know um, if you're old enough to have uh, listened to the music of Bobby Brown. I know most of you have listened to Whitney Houston, no matter what your age is, young or old, and that was the beauty of her and the sadness that she had to leave us, you know, so soon, because she was just, she crossed generations. She just touched so many people's hearts from young to old. Um, and uh, But, again, I'm hoping uh, Arlen will be calling in shortly. He's in a different time zone. And uh, But uh, I remember My Prerogative. That was one of the hot, hot, wow, one of the hot songs of Bobby Brown's uh, records. Uh, Every Little Step You Take. That was another great one. I remember that. Um, call me. Call me. Let me know. Six four six nine two nine zero three six eight. Let me know what's your favorite 
Um, you can also tweet at me at Joy Keys, or you can post something on the Facebook fan page, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, to let me know. I'm going to be giving away some Whitney Houston music today, uh, so stay tuned to see how you can win. There will be some downloads you can uh, win after the show. Um, next week uh, I'll be having another show, but that will probably be my last for a bit. I'm going to be taking a break. I am working on some other things. So uh, stay tuned for new projects coming from me. But, again, you can listen to archived shows on iTunes. Again, just look up Joy Keys, and they will pop up. And you can look them here on Blog Talk Radio. The address, the main page for me is blogtalkradio.com slash joykeys. Again, blogtalkradio.com slash joy, J-O-Y-K-E-Y-S. Um, it's just been a wonderful time. So blessed to speak to so many wonderful people. Also, I did a lot of Twitter chats. I wanted to let you know you can go to the Facebook fan page and you can see the transcripts of Twitter chats that I've done. And that most of them have been on health topics, but also on issues such as domestic violence, um, breastfeeding, uh, cancer, uh, all different things uh, that you can look up and just read if you want to learn more about those different topics. Um, so wonderful uh, organizations from across the country collaborated with me, and uh, we had a nice Twitter chat. Now, I believe this might be our guest, Arlen. Yes, it is. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hi. Good, good morning. morning. How are you? Thank you guys for having thank me. Thank you. Oh, thank you for calling in this morning. Can no you hear me okay? Pleasure is, yes, I can hear you. Pleasure is all mine. So, wow, you got a big job on your hands. You are playing <laughs> Bobby Brown. What did uh, that? What, what did you? What Kool Aid did you drink to say, okay, I think I'm gonna play Bobby Brown? <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. Um, you know, as, as an actor, you know, you just you get thankful for, for opportunities like this. Um, you know, Bobby Brown. I grew up a fan already, um, and you know, he and Whitney's story. You know, they they go hand in hand, and. I'm just blessed, and uh, you know, I'm, you you see, you say work, and it definitely was work. Um, you know, stepping in the, into those shoes is is no, you know, uh, no no slim 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 uh, slim job. It's, it's it's a big job, and um and I took it seriously. You know, I took it to heart, and I put my best foot forward. And uh, you know, by by all means, we we came from a place of love uh, with with every every frame of the story. Now, were you nervous because you were being directed by Angela Bassett, and she is fierce. She plays fierce <laughs> characters uh, in movies and in real life, but she's very warm. I've had her on the show. She's very, very warm energy. But still, you know, were you nervous or were you like, I can deal with this? What was what was going on when you were, when she was directing you? I'm going to tell you right now, I was excited. I was excited because um, I had worked with uh, – Angela's husband, Courtney, we worked together on Final Destination 5, and so I got to meet her, you know, briefly uh, during the press for that, and she came to a screening and watched, you know, the movie. But, of course, this time around, you know, this is something completely different. So I know she's seen me on screen doing movies like that, but she's never seen me, you know, to this to this caliber of work. And so I was excited because, for me, it's an opportunity just to show another side of myself. Um, so I came mm-hmm. in there ready to work. And um, the thing with Angela as a director, and I'm sure you've experienced this uh, with her as a person, she's incredibly warm, incredibly sweet, um, but there's the strength and, and fervor that is always there. 
Um, but that sweetness and that love that she just gives, it just disarms you as a person and does the same with you as an actor, and it just really allows you to just, you know, work and flow, and and there's so much so much trust there. She trusts you, you know, and, and she kept reminding us uh, while we were filming, um, like before we, we would do a take and we would talk, start talking about the scene, we were, we were not allowed to say, well, in this scene, Bobby says, or well, Whitney does this. It's it's I. You 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 own this. Mm. You own you own this. You own this. This is you. And we would have these conversations, and we you know it was me. You know, well, when I when I right. when I win my award, you know, and, and Whitney's backstage, you know, and we talk about it just like that. So that way, these feelings and these emotions are our um they're they're our own. Hmm. Almost kind of method. You know, you were going into a method. You were. Did you stay in character when you were like on the set, not filming? You're like like you're in your in the trailer the whole time you stepped onto the lot, or how how what did you do? What um, did you prepare before you went into the scene? I, I prepare before before I go into the scene. Um, I'm I uh, I can for the most part go in and out, you know, and you know take time for myself. And I think that's important. It depends on the person, you know. For me, it's important to have that quiet time, you know, to just relax and do you. You know what I'm saying, but as you as you know that this it's time for uh, for your scene to uh, to approach. You also have to make sure you get back into that zone. Um, you know, uh, sometimes I'd be reading his autobiography while I was still on set. You know, I'd highlight a couple pages because I read it already. I would highlight a couple pages and just like you know go through it again. You know, and then I'd read through the script. So um, for me, I, I like to take a break and come back out and be myself because I like me. <laughs> I love me very very much. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, as much as I, much as I love playing Bobby, support for me to have that balance as well. And even even going home, you know, like there are times I, I'd leave set, man, and I would come back so spent and so empty because of so much all this raw emotion and and pain and struggle, you know, that I just experienced that day, you know. And it it mm-hmm. uh, it was it, it was self serving for me as an actor as well. So now, you know, talking about you, a lot of people may not know that you were born in a different country. And uh, I believe you speak, what languages do you speak? Um, well, in Belize, we speak Creole, which is kind of like uh, like broken English. Um, we, also, we also speak English. And um, now, i got, I got to be honest, like like my, my resume will say that I speak Spanish. That's to get me in the room. Um, I spoke Spanish <laughs> fluently when I... I was about to say, do you speak Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> I, I spoke Spanish fluently when I, when, I, when I came from Belize, but I came here in the 80s, and they weren't pro bilingual okay. yet, so so we would get in trouble for speaking Spanish in school. So now I can understand it significantly better than I can than I could speak it. Um, but I, okay. I get by pretty well, you know. And uh, I I did a job once when I was in Colombia for maybe about two three weeks, and um, mm-hmm. my Spanish, I kid you not, from just being around it, I started picking it up, you know, real real, you know, real really easy. So um, it's still there somewhere, you know. I just have to, I just have to fine tune it and put in the work to to bring it back out all all the way, but. I can get by. Yeah, you can get by. So now, how do you stay in shape? Because I posted a couple of really nice pictures of you, and I know that you also dance. Um, what do you do to stay in shape? I mean, are you on a special diet? Are you doing, like, P90X? What's your deal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, no special diet. Um, God bless me. Um, you know, I'm super active. And I, I, you know, God bless my mom and my dad, you know, getting some great genes, but my, other than that, it's I play a lot of basketball. I'm playing a uh, entertainment league, which uh, you know is full of other actors and producers and agents and musicians. 
Um, I also play with uh, another radio station here in L.A. called uh, Power 106. We have a charity league where we play different high schools uh, during the school season, um, and we mm-hmm. raise money for them, you know, just just because. And then I play flag football. And then, of course, I just go to the gym, and then, you know, my girlfriend and I, you know, we'll, we'll hit the track and just go around. I just like to be active, you know. We have fun, and um, I love it, man. I, I've always told myself that I never want to grow up. I've always been a little kid, like, you know, running outside, playing outside, and so I've tried to right, stick right. to that for the most part, you know, and still love to to go out. I'll go play tag if somebody was knocked on my door and I said, "You want you want to go play tag? <laughs> you want to you you want to race? Let's race!" Like that, that's right, me. Right. Oh wow! So how was it playing with Yaya? Um, and was it any awkwardness when the intimate scenes came about, or how did you handle that? You know what it was. I think we we approached every single scene from from the same place, trusting one another. Um, and that trust was was clear and evident uh, from our first chemistry read that we had. Um, it didn't feel like I like I was in an audition room auditioning. It felt like I was in the moment, and I was like, wow, that's a, we did a really really good job. I felt like we played ball back and forth. Um, so when it came came time to shoot the intimate scenes, it was just about that trusting one another. Um, clearly, like you know, respecting each other, like you know, individual personal space and and outsider and outsider relationships, you know. And then from there, mm-hmm. it's just about trusting yourself as an actor. You don't want to put a wall up, but you do have boundaries, you know. And uh, and then you know, you, you're not you're not um, you're not shooting that type of movie. This is this is love. This is it's it's passionate. It's funny. It's happy. It's it's magical, and it's just about trying to find those moments. And then, of course, you have Angela in the back, like, you know, telling you what to do, and, uh, you know, and you're, you're, it's, it's awkward because you have a bunch of people in the room, and it's very, it's funny because Watching it's very you. robotic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it, it's actually a very robotic um, way to, to shoot a scene. It's probably the most, in my opinion, from all the scenes that, that we uh, that we shot on, uh, on on the film, it's probably one of the most, the, the toughest, just because, you don't get to just do your thing as an actor. It's very specific of where your hand goes, you know, how you shift. It's it's so mm-hmm. detail-oriented. It, it doesn't, uh, you know, really allow for you to lose yourself in, in the way that it would appear on screen or the way that, uh, you know, from the, the outside looking in. Right, right. Now, how about your songs? Um, did you sing? Because you do sing. Did, did you sing in the movie, or was it somebody else singing? Or did they were you lip syncing, or something? You can't tell us. <laughs> I was uh, I, w- I, w- I was li- I was lip syncing. I, w- I will tell you the truth. I was lip syncing. I I have a pretty good voice. Okay. Um, however, we were on a tight schedule as far as um, you know shooting, and they already had things set up and lined up to do. And I'm sure at some point, you know, if they'd given me enough time, I probably even if just like with the dancing, they gave me enough time, you know, for me to really get behind that, you know, and work, 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 and fine-tune that. Uh, but I lip-synced my performance. Um, okay. uh, gentleman, I'm, I'm blanking on the gentleman's name. from a group called uh, the the Boys, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they, you know, they, they did a phenomenal job. You know, I, I applaud them. Okay wholeheartedly. Um, and then, of course, as far as the dancing goes, um, I probably did about ninety 97% of, of, of the the dancing that you guys that you guys see okay. on screen. Um, there's a couple okay. moves where my, my my good friend Woody the Great, who's a phenomenal dancer, he danced with Chris Brown as well. He stepped in there, like you know, made me look a, a little bit better. Uh, and then in my two backup <laughs> dancers, uh, my two backup dancers, Jimmy Ross and Goof, and Jimmy along with Fatima and Goof, they all got together with me like even off hours when we weren't even scheduled to be rehearsing. They we all exchanged information and we would get together before I got to work, 
after I got to okay. work, days when I didn't work, mm. and we would just get in there and dance, dance, dance. We watched so many um, clips of, of of Bobby from his uh, Soul Train Awards, his uh, performance on the Senior Hall show, him being on tour in Japan. We went down, and I got to tell you, man, like no no small feat. King of the stage, right. absolutely, no question, no doubt. I mean, uh, you I mean, have a favorite song of his? Do you have uh, a favorite, favorite song? Of his? We were okay. talking earlier. Yes. Growing up, my favorite song was my prerogative. I had tape, and I traveled with tape. I was just talking about tape. that. Oh I my god! I just was tape. talking about that. Yeah. I went to Belize oh my for my aunt's wedding, and my mom, I was like, Mom, I'm taking the tape. She said, you don't need the tape. She got tired of me taking the tape because I took it everywhere. Yeah. And she said, you're not, you're not bringing the tape to Belize. They will have the song. Don't worry about it. Let me tell you how mad I was at my aunt's wedding because they had no Bobby Brown, and I was a wallflower. I refused to dance. I was you my, are I boycotted, so funny. I boy, I oh boycotted the dance floor because there was no Bobby Brown. <laughs> Wait, get out of here. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, and then of course you know you get on the list, Tenderoni. Um, uh, it's, every it's, little yeah. step, did you like every, every little, little step? step? Of course, I mean, yeah, and you know I got to perform that oh one, so, so that was a treat in itself. Don't be cruel. That was another um, yeah, man. hot one. Don't yep. be cruel. Now, what about Whitney? Do you have any favorite um, Whitney Houston songs that you like? Um, I do, I do. I mean, the, the, for Whitney, I mean, you know, you can name any song and. And people will be like, "Yes, that's my favorite. Yes, that's my favorite." For me, <laughs> one of one of one of one of my favorites is uh, "Your Love Is My Love," and or excuse me, "My Love Is Your mm. Love." Forgive me. Um, and the reason why the I remember when I first I, I don't know if I heard it on radio or maybe my mom or my sister somebody was playing it, but uh, the beginning of the song or maybe it's the end I forget because I haven't heard it in a while, but um, it's a live uh, performance and Bobby Christina comes on stage and she sings with her mother. And it was one of the most prettiest, most beautiful things that I've ever heard. And I was like, wow, that's so, so sweet. And she said, sing it, Mommy, or something. She said something along those words, and she's singing it to her daughter, you know. And and it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Wow. I guess I'm going to have – you're going to make me have to go back and, like, check that out because I just feel like she could could speak. She she, heard singing. She she wasn't, like – it was effortless. I remember looking at just past videos and things of hers, and if she just opened her mouth, it was very effortless until, of course, later on, you know, until, of course, later on, unfortunately, I guess due to the drugs and things of that nature, that it, it wasn't yeah. as easy. But she, it just came out like water, I felt. Yeah, you know, it was. It was um, she, she, she was. She was. She was gifted. She was anointed. It, it was. It was a blessing, you know. And and one thing I will say about about um going through the. The, the the steps of, of playing Bobby and, and living with Whitney and, and and going through this life with her, um, mm-hmm. I don't be, I don't believe that Bobby or nor Whitney made mistakes. I think and and it's because of wow. being being okay. through those moments. I'm, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you what they did. They made choices. And when when you were young, when you were living in the moment in the present, you make choices. Mm-hmm. It's not until later on, you know, when when you know the balance is. Is, is off kilter that a choice becomes a mistake, you know, but in that moment, their choice is because you love that person and you're trying to, you, your best to, to keep this relationship together. And, and it's a choice. It's not till later right. on until it becomes a mistake. So with respect to them, you know, I try not to refer to it as, as mistakes because they were living life and they were loving one another and they, and they, and they were really working hard to try to build their foundation the best way that they knew how at the time. But you have to remember, they, they were young. They were kids, you know? 
Oh, yeah, definitely, and once you, definitely. And once you throw in, you know, the pressures of success and and the, the ego that comes Paparazzi, with it. And, and, and yeah, yeah, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and access to anything and everything, that that's yeah. young, being, being that young, you know, you know, you you're, you're bound to, yeah, yeah, you're bound to, to hit a wall or hit a bump or hit a control, but, you know, you learn from these things, too, when they were still growing up. They were still learning who, who, uh, who they were individually as people. It's only us, us as fans, you know, that, you know, that said, oh, that's it, they're grown. And we do that a lot, you know, with, with when we see successful people, we think they have everything, they have it, they have it all. And we don't, we, 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 we tend to, you know, to not realize and remember that, you know, they're people just like us and they're perfectly, they're imperfectly perfect. You know, they're flawed and, yeah. and they I have, I think we're very you know, critical. We're very critical absolutely. of them. And we don't realize that they are just like you and I, but they have access, like you said, to more things. And I think what, um, differentiates uh, a mature person, and even then that it, it, you're always becoming mature, I think, is what choices are going to take you higher in a positive way. Yeah. That yeah. takes a while sometimes. We're naive to our, because of our ego, we become naive. Like, that's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to go yeah. there. Especially when, young. Must, you know, Especially when you're young. Especially when you're young. Oh, yeah. Yep. When I'm, you're young. And <laughs> it's, it's funny, uh Watching the movie back, I noticed something. I said, that's so interesting. In the beginning of the film, excuse me, my voice cracked. In the beginning of the film, you uh, you see Bobby and Whitney, like, you know, uh, you know, Bobby's drinking, Whitney, you know, she's, she's doing, doing, doing her, doing her Coke thing, and you, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother you so much. And it doesn't bother you so much because she's still singing, she's still dancing, they're still performing, they're meeting one another. It's okay. And it's so funny because... There's balance there, and watching it, you're, it doesn't bother you as much. It doesn't start bothering you until things shift, and that balance goes off, and then all of a sudden, mm. it's like, oh, my gosh, what are they doing? You know, like, no, 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 you got to right. stop, you got to stop. But, you know, in the beginning, just like Bobby and Whitney, you don't realize, you know, where you're going. You're like, you know, it's, yeah. yeah. And even as, even as, mm-hmm. a, as a fan and, and as an audience member watching it, it doesn't bother you until it's too late. And I thought that's so interesting that, uh, you know, um, Shem, the writer, you know, like the way he navigated the story that way, the way Angela directed it, um, whether it was on purpose or not, I thought it was so interesting that you get to take that journey with them the same way they would probably feel in that moment. Mm. Well, let me tell the audience, it's going to be on Lifetime on January 17th, so they definitely should tune in. I also mentioned to them, they can go to Lifetime's uh, website and check out some clips. I've been tweeting uh, the different clips, uh, also some clips with Angela speaking about her directorial um, experience. Um, did you have any funny moments that you can tell us about uh, before we end? We're running out of time, but any funny things that happened on set? Oh, my gosh, any funny things that happened on set. Um, let me see. Uh, the first time I had to perform every little step I take, I absolutely chopped that thing up so bad it wasn't even funny. <laughs> and, I mean, it, it was funny, but it wasn't funny. In front of a live audience, and I was like, oh, my gosh, i got to get myself together. So there was that. Um, there was Angela. I'll go back to that same day. There was Angela on set telling me she needed me to double pump. I need four pumps out of you. You are Bobby Brown. You know, you got to pump, you know, and, and lift your shirt up, you know, and, and let your abs roll, um, you know, <laughs> things, things of that nature. Um, and actually, you know, I see what's a, a really great moment in the movie that I, that I thought I still think is so funny. There's a moment where uh, where Bobby is asking Whitney to to marry him, and mm-hmm. I lick her finger and then put the ring on it. And okay. Oh my God. That, 
it was it was all an accident. It was all an accident because uh, the accident? ring that they, the ring was was too tight. We had done a couple takes, and the ring would just slip on, and that was rehearsal. Now it's time to shoot the scene, and I go to uh, to put the ring on, and the ring is getting stuck for whatever reason. And out of you know the you know out of the corner of the room where we're shooting, because uh, Video Village and Angela and everyone else is behind the wall, you hear Angela's voice say, "Just just suck a finger." And so that's what I did. That's what I did. Wow. And then I slide the ring on. And it's so funny because watching it back, it feels so, you know, so Bobby. Like, that's what Bobby would do. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what Bobby is. But it was yeah, all an accident, you know, and a blessing. And, and it just happened the way it was supposed to happen. Oh, wow. Well, what, what are you working yeah, on next? Uh, what are you doing uh, right uh, now, now after Whitney? Uh Back at it, man. You know, back back on the grind. It's pilot season right now. You know, so I just been um, you know, okay. taking meetings, having a couple auditions here, or there, and you know, waiting here back from a couple of things as we speak. Uh, just recently, I think maybe a couple of days ago, I just uh, booked the voice of uh, Miles Morales, who is the Black Latino Spider Man um, in yes. the Ultimate Spider Ultimate Spider Man series. Uh, so the Spider Man that people are, are used to now, I guess he goes to an alternate universe and. Um, at some point, we'll uh, you know we'll we'll meet me, um, and we yes. will work together for a little bit, you know. And if it spins itself into something more, that'd be wonderful. Um, other than that, I'll be you know continuing to work on my craft and build and grow and you know chase my dreams. And God bless me, I have been uh, I've been very very you know highly favored so far. So um, you know I can't complain. What would you tell the younger Arlen? Because, you know, like we were talking about, you know, we're young, we make mistakes. What would you tell your younger self if you could, if you could go back? What would I tell my younger self? Um, keep keep doing what you're doing and, um, love, love, you know, look, look in that mirror and, and love who you see. Continue to love who you see. Um, and I'll tell that to, to any young person, you know, trying to get into entertainment or, or, or anything for that matter. Um, you've got to know who you are before you start, you know, going, going after these things. You have to wholeheartedly know who you are, whether people like that mm. or not, you know. You have, to, you have to trust yourself, love yourself, and be grounded in a foundation that is you and that you're comfortable with. And that you're comfortable with. Because otherwise, once you get to these places, you know, it gets a little bit murky and things, you know, start, you know, being waved in front of your, in front of your face. You have to know what you want or what you don't want before it gets there. Mhm, mhm. You know, very you know, good uh, advice. Which, very good advice. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to know what you want. You got to know who you are, and um, you know, and then live and love life, and 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 try your best to just you know, not, not, don't drink your own Kool Aid. Never drink your own Kool Aid. <laughs> Never drink don't. your own Kool Aid. You know, don't don't do get not, that big. Do not. Do not get no. that big, well, man. You know, like yeah. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, and I wish you much success. I hopefully this will be a catalyst to something even greater. I mentioned earlier that you might be the next Denzel Washington. You're a triple threat. You know, you can sing, <laughs> you can dance, you can act, you know. Uh, who knows? According to this movie, yes. According, according to this movie, I'm a triple threat. Um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful, man. Whatever, whatever comes my way, I'm, I'm ready to put the work in. Uh, triple threat or not, yes. you know, if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's me speaking Spanish, if it's me dancing, if it's me singing, I'm, I'm more than willing to put in the work, and, and that's been my, uh, my staple. It has to be about the work. The work comes first, and... Uh, I'm grateful and I'm thankful. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, Lifetime. Thank you, Yaya. Thank you, Yolanda Ross, who played Robin. Uh, <laughs> yes, Mark, who Yolanda. played Clive Davis. 
um, you know, Suzanne Douglas, who played, who played, um, who played Sissy. Like, I'm, I'm so grateful. I got to work with some wonderful people, and you know, Larry Sinitsky, the our, our executive producer. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful, and I'm just thankful. Well, I'm grateful that you came on today, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And everybody, tune in uh, January 17th on Lifetime to the Whitney Biopic. Thank you so much, Arlen, for coming on today. Absolutely. Thank you. Pleasure. Bye-bye. Have a great day. You do the same. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with actor Arlen Escarpeta. He's in the Whitney biopic on Lifetime TV. Check him out January 17th. Also, Yaya DaCosta is on there. Yolanda Ross, she's been on the podcast before, an awesome actress. Check her out. And, of course, Angela Bassett is uh, directing, and she's a powerhouse actor, but she's also, I can tell, a powerhouse director. So you definitely want to check that out January 17th uh, for uh, on Lifetime for the Whitney biopic. Um, thank you so much, you guys. Hope you have a wonderful weekend and uh, a great week. Let's face it. There's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. Like that it affects millions. People in almost all races. Black and white. Indian and Asian. Hispanic and Mediterranean. And that it can affect you or someone you love. No matter where you come from. Let's face it. There's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. And that's a disease too. Call the 211 Info Line to learn more.